Hey everyone, uh, greetings, it's Jesus Walks Podcast, we're back again this week and uh, as usual it's three of us uh, with me today, Martin in Sweden, greetings and Arnt Jakob in Bergen, Norway. Hey brother, uh, myself, Martin is from uh, Riga, Latvia. So uh, yeah, we are back in the discipleship uh, focus uh, this week in the episode number twenty. So it's uh, it's already t- uh, episode number twenty. Uh, really? Yeah, 20? it's been a run. <laughs> oh. Well. So <clears throat> uh, today we uh, have a focus on a topic that we believe is really important, and uh, yeah, we actually believe it's uh, it's a series that we need to cover in in different aspects of it. Uh, but it's focused on uh, that topic of healing. Uh, so today we uh, start with uh, uh, how to pray for physical healing, uh, part one of the healing series. Uh, in the weeks ahead, we will be looking also on the inner healing or how to pray for inner healing. And uh, part three, we'll, we'll be touching on the deliverance, how to pray for deliverance as part of the healing so, uh, but we stick to the physical healing today, uh, and uh, I'll just briefly can just share that when we read the Gospels, it's such a major a part of Jesus' ministry, uh, the way how Jesus walked, right, uh, in the three and a half years uh, which we have an account for, uh, we see that it's uh, it's like so much accompanied with uh, him preaching, uh, teaching crowds, right. And then uh, we see that, uh, for example, in Syria, there's crowds coming to him, being uh, healed from all diseases, uh, mm-hmm. sicknesses, uh, spiritual affections, spiritual uh, affections, uh, no, uh, problems, yeah, spiritual problems. So, so we see that healing is such a uh, holistic uh, and uh, important part uh, of the ministry of Jesus. And later, he also uh, sends his disciples. So it's not something. Uh, only Jesus uh, does, but we see him instructing uh, his followers uh, to actually uh, walk in the same manner as he did. So, uh, so we really believe this is something uh, crucial, something that should be part of the way how we make disciples, something that should be part of uh, the mission we are called to be on. Uh, but yeah, guys, um, um, maybe Arnt Jakob, you can uh, add a bit uh, why this topic is important and why we, sh- uh, we need to uh, look more into it. Yeah. I kind of was awakened to the topic some years back uh, after I had had like a personal encounter with Jesus uh, myself. And then I started to read the Bible and I, I didn't have a background with the, the I wasn't I would I would not be used to healing or deliverance in, in my background whatsoever. But when I started to read the Bible and I just read what, what it said about Jesus and what it said about his followers, I, I, I kind of. I found some things that just came up again and again and again and again and again, you know, in the Gospels. I think regardless of what kind of background you're from, you would probably agree that Jesus goes around, it says like early in Mark, for example, and he goes around preaching about the kingdom of heaven. You know, he's like preaching, he's teaching about in parables. He's a, he's speaking to the people, right? Uh, individually, ministering, uh, speaking into uh, the life of a person, like the woman at the well, for example, if you know that story, um, or teaching crowds. But then aside from that, he's especially healing the sick. And not only healing like one uh, person from some fever, but he's healing crowds. Like they're 
flocking up outside the door of the house he stays at, like in Capernaum, for example. And so that the thing about healing is massive. And also the thing it says about driving out demons also is a reference going again and again and again. And it's like, and then of course you also have like miracles as well. But I think like the, the preaching, the healing and the deliverance, those three are like basically really, really core part of what he's doing. And then you see it again, when he sends his disciples out in pairs of two, right? Just the same thing, the same things mm. again. They are they are sharing, um, preaching or sharing their healing, uh, and Jesus instructs them to lay their hands on the sick and heal them, and then they are uh, delivering people from evil spirits, and they are kind of uh, rejoicing that actually the spirits are <laughs> obeying when they do it in the name of Jesus. You know, and people are delivered, and so, and I understood also that this is this is so central in the bible and it's still so central of jesus's ministry today so because of that for us with jesus walks uh, we really want to learn from him to do these things very good yeah martin uh do you have anything to add on this yeah uh, uh, it's central but i i also challenge a lot by the last verses of of uh, the gospel of mark when he says that these signs will follow those who believe and one, one of the signs of us is that we will lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. Uh, I think that's really challenging. If that's one of the signs of, of us as Christians, that's also something that we, we, should, uh, we should really look into and, and, and uh, are, should be even eager to, to grasp more of. Uh, if that's a sign of, of us as Christians. So I think that's uh, both Jesus and uh, we see the disciples he's sending out or in Book of Acts, but also uh, like the calling for the for the church is that uh, this is uh, one of the central part of, of, of our task. So um, yeah, I totally agree. It's a, it's a, it's a core thing, but it's, it's, uh, it's also a bit tricky. And I think we're going to come back to that. Why? Why it's uh, why it's it, it's a bit tricky and um, uh, how mm. to deal with that trickiness. Mm. Thanks, uh, Arndt Jakob. Uh, when we talk about healing, we probably want to just uh, briefly touch uh, as well uh, before we go in the examples and testimonies and the practical hows uh, on like the the meaning behind it. What's the heart behind healing? Uh, if you would have to share, yeah, what's your look? What why we have to pray for healing uh, why did jesus pray for healing why did the apostles did it and why should uh, anybody listening uh jesus walks uh, podcast uh, should yeah approach this topic yeah no i think it's clearly uh, god coming to meet the needs of of hurting people or suffering people and uh that it is uh, part of it, part of it, part of the gospel part of how he saves and helps us basically and and I think uh, when you read stories uh, in the Bible of people who have been paralyzed from birth or um, have uh, demonic problems, uh, like children, for example, in the Bible, who their parents are totally like they don't know what to do. It's like uh, they're desperate for help, you know, in situations that are, you know, really, really uh, serious uh, and painful. And I think it's when you also get into praying for people for healing as well, you sometimes you really start catching God's heart for them and kind of his, you know, God, God has compassion. Mm. 
I would say that that is basically why. Yeah, Martin. Yeah. But yeah, I also think that a lot of the the these uh, these issues that we're talking about is um, that's so affecting your world. So everything you do and who you are is like defined uh, from your sickness. Um, if, for example, the 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 guy with leprosy in in the beginning of Mark. We know that the the people with leprosy weren't allowed to live in the village, so they had to live outside because they they could infect others. No one were allowed to touch them or because they will be um, be sick. So so they are totally isolated. So on on every level, he's an outcast cause of his sickness. So coming and say, yeah, God loves you, and uh, I've set you free. Uh, doesn't mean anything unless he's also uh, healed. So I, I think that's the, um, and it's of course it's also a just an um, an action from Jesus to to prove that he's who he is because he has the power over sickness and therefore he uh, um, by compassion he uses that of course. Um, so. Uh, and we see that a lot in the in the gospels that uh, it's um the the writers are really clear about that jesus has the power over over death over sickness and even over nature like stealing the storms and so so forth so it's both about god's uh, greatness but also god's compassion and you see that both in the healing mm. yeah I, and i can just add that if we also look on the macro level that uh, it's also a picture of God's kingdom invading uh, every aspect uh, of of mm. Earth of people's lives, right? So, <clears throat> uh, part of uh, of the human being is also the physical body, and we see that Jesus brings the kingdom uh, fully through His life, and and we can see what happens when the kingdom of God starts to <clears throat> invade uh, people's lives. Uh, sorry, you can pray for my neck now. <laughs> So good. Uh, but uh, yeah, and I think uh, we read in the Revelation that the beautiful ending of, of the, the crescendo of Jesus' return will be that one day there will be no no pain, right? Uh, no sickness. So uh, that's how the kingdom invading fully the earth, fully uh, people's lives will look, right? There, the healing will happen uh, fully. Uh, and so we live in this interesting uh, uh, dimension where... The kingdom is invading and we can pray for the healing and and uh and yet there are times it doesn't happen and times it happens right so uh so there mm -hmm. is this tension maybe you mentioned a bit but it's just beautiful to see that it's part of god's design uh, of him uh invading and his kingdom coming forth um yeah okay guys um uh, maybe then we can uh move uh further and um uh maybe uh aunt jacob uh, when we th you know we briefly touch the why uh, right uh, why it's important uh, we see it in scripture we see it as part of God's God's design uh, before we we share examples why do you think is uh, this topic maybe not uh, as uh, met or uh, why it's uh, it, it seems maybe it's absent uh, in some uh, aspects of Christianity these days uh, and 
before mm. you know because some people might be listening and they say i haven't experienced that or i haven't seen that being done no. uh, i have seen preaching i've seen bible studies uh and yeah uh, maybe just briefly on that before we go to house yeah I think the, the, the topic of uh, physical healing and also of deliverance from evil spirits, you would often find it very um, common in places in the world where you have these bigger revivals, like in places in the south. For example, I early on traveled to Brazil when I was on the early stage of healing, learning about healing. And there was such a spiritual awakening in the country and such a hunger for God and such faith and simplicity in the sense of, of, of coming to God with the needs and maybe didn't even have a doctor to go to or something. And, um, and, and it was very, it seemed that it was, it happened so easily that people were healed miracles, like mm. tumors disappearing before your eyes, basically things like that. And so, so I guess it's a, it's, um, it's common in some parts of the world, even more, I would say, like places like in the Middle East, where like a lot of things are really happening, many come to faith. But I think in, in the West, maybe in some of the Western churches that, that have been through maybe a bit of a, a period where, where kind of there has been also challenge against faith from secularism and secular humanism and, you know, like... Um, some struggles in the Western church about uh, believing in a living God. You know, I think these areas of, of healing and deliverance, those kind of miraculous uh, things where you see something happen before your eyes is maybe kind of the hardest things to believe when your faith has been a bit dimmed down by this secular humanism or, um, so I, I think it's, it's, um, it's something that God has for his church. It's, it's something that he has for every denomination, so to say. It's very, very biblical. And I think every believer can step into this kind of faith. There might be different uh, types of gifts that God can give to people. But I think like Martin says, that it's more like a, it's a general mandate as well for those who believe. And so I think, um, for example, what we have seen in Norway or what I know, for example, in Latvia, are places in Europe, uh, amazing the healing we have seen right so it's totally possible i think um there is also a connection to this thing with faith like it says in the scripture so i think there is there's a reason there that we just have to contend for it and encourage each other on the journey i think mm. yeah martin I, yeah i think it's it's a two apart from from jacob's uh, uh reasons i think it's two i think of two more one is that uh the in 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 most of the western world christianity is more of an intellectual uh, level so it's it's more about the right doctrine and uh, way of thinking and it's not so much hands on uh, and that's uh, um, yeah we, we see that reason both in the secular part but also uh, from the enlightenment and and so on we we have a way of thinking that it's more intellectual uh, and that also affects a lot of these uh, these areas. But I think the other, and and that's probably more important, is that a lot of Christianity, uh, our main rule is like to play it safe. Mm. So we are doing things that we can't really fail with, like preaching and teaching and having a small group and and that kind of part of Christianity, where what we can do without God 
actually is doing anything like we could we could run it quite well uh with ourselves but when we are stepping into like the healing or deliverance and and some other stuff we are totally dependent that god will will do his thing uh, and we also need to handle if if, uh, if the result isn't what we are expecting, and that's uh, much much more scary than having a, a Bible study, for example, where God don't need to show up and and uh, do yeah do his things. So I think that's a, that's a key thing for us, and and we are both in our society, but also in the church, are are formed by this. Uh, uh, axiom of, of playing it safe wow. and i think that's tricky for us the, the, this is uh, this is good input the, i think this is something we would like to challenge ourselves and the people listening and viewing this uh, on to make a shift into very practical mode from this intellectual mode that is like a challenge and also to to dare to step out and i guess some some examples we might share today as well can be maybe a challenge to encouragement to both us and to the people online here mm. yeah that's very good uh i can just share that uh what you sh- yeah what you address martin is very real and uh, i think you know uh, it, a lot comes especially on the leadership level when you uh you would teach and preach uh, for example about healing would you actually uh, you know uh, practice it at the same gathering uh, that you would talk about it so mm. so uh, i actually did uh, uh with my wife christiana we did uh uh, Jesus-based, uh, uh, Jesus walks-based uh, practical equipping here in Latvia in a Baptist church. And uh, once we got to the topic o- about uh, healing, you know, uh, uh, when we m- meet uh, those persons of peace in our lives, that actually uh, Jesus also uh, addresses to pray for the physical needs for the healing, right? And so, uh, so we briefly looked uh, at examples of Jesus uh, that's biblical. Then we shared some uh, testimonies, and then we said, okay. Now we have to practice the word, and uh, and the beauty was that uh, uh, first, you know, God healed uh, one person through a word of knowledge. We sh- just shared, you know, something we believed God has shown about physical need. The person came, we prayed, uh, there was healing. And what happened further? Uh, we asked the uh, the person that was healed to pray for the next person, and so we experienced just uh, God uh, showing His love to people uh, by having like around six healings, uh, including one deliverance uh, there. And and it all was based on this fact that what you say is like, uh, you know, God has to show up, uh, right? And uh, it's not about our wisdom and our strength or our comp- uh, com- competence. It's about uh, his love for people and their needs. And so people were very encouraged that actually it's not the speaker only praying for the healing. It's actually the people being released and acknowledging that this is for everyone. Uh, we actually all can experience it without knowing if we, if we have the gift of healing, uh, so to say, right? And uh, yeah, so with that being said, uh, we can maybe guys now approach very much the practical uh, how-tos, uh, different uh, how-to uh, on the physical healing. Maybe we can start with you, Aunt Jacob. Uh, it can be principles, it can be uh, testimonies, just different uh, mm. angles on, on how to do it practically. Uh, yeah. Maybe a youth listening, you know, we might have leaders that maybe yeah, yeah. teach about right. it, haven't done it, just yeah, yeah. go for it. Yeah, guys who, who are listening, don't, don't be hindered by uh, whether you are like young or you're a leader who should have known this or something. Like, you know, let's, we just go on the journey together, guys. You know, maybe you feel like in a strong season, maybe you feel a bit like vulnerable and weak, but it, it's all fine. I'm 
I had a story coming in yesterday here, which is so beautiful and expresses the heart we have with these Jesus walks. And we also want to you know, develop this as a equipping community and a sort of equipping school in a way where we can have online things, but also we can do travels together and actually minister together and, and, and heal the sick together, you know, in Jesus name. So that's going to come as well. But as for yesterday here in Bergen uh, in Norway, um, there's a, a guy here in the church that we planted. It's like we have a pretty newly planted church that God spoke to me about initiating some years back. And and one of the guys who's here now, he had been out on the streets in the city with another guy from the church. Um, and uh, then there is this one guy who is leading the church with me here, uh, who is moving in healing a lot. It's it's quite amazing actually <laughs> to see, but but he's very good at, at at trying to help others into it. So the other guy who was with him have never experienced healing before, and that could be the case for some of the people listening, right? He's a he's a young guy in his twenties, and but then they were out on the street. They met somebody who had a physical problem, and then the guy with more experience basically just uh, asked the younger guy to to pray, and he just kept away from the whole thing. And then the guy prayed for God healed. He really got healed, like the pain and the, like it really changed. And and I talked to him now, this young guy afterwards, and he, he was just amazed. Like he had never experienced before God healed through him, you know. And I think that's that's our heart, right? So I mean, uh, and he was so encouraged, you know, like wow, it happened, you know, God, it can happen through me. Like even God does it, you know. So so I think that. Once we start getting into this, for me, the first steps were very simple. I read it in the Bible and I started to act on it. And I didn't think so much about how. I just knew that, okay, you can put your hands on <laughs> and pray, basically. Don't think too much about how you pray or just make sure that um, it's okay for the person that you're going to pray for, you know. But as long as you are united on it, the person wants you to pray, you want healing. You just do it in simple faith. Don't think too much about exactly how. See, see what God will do. So that's my simple input. <laughs> <laughs> okay, further to you, Martin. Yeah, I, I think when when we are studying Jesus as an example, if we as we want to do in this uh, pod and in all our teaching, I think two things is really interesting when it comes to the physical healing. The first one is that he always asks the person, "Do you want to be healed?" And I. For a long time, I, I thought that that's, uh, that's more of a rhetorical question that he's saying. It's not a real question because, of course, people want to be, be healed. It's more a rhetorical or maybe it's more a, a polite way. But um, then I, I've come across people who really doesn't want to be healed because they are, they are so much in their identity of being sick in different ways. So they, 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 yeah, they don't want to be healed. I, I really had uh, uh, that kind of situation and I didn't understand it. So I was uh, a bit too pushy uh, to this lady. And then I realized that she, she, she don't want to get rid of this because that's so much, uh, she, could be, she, she could continue to be like a victim um, if, she, if she doesn't get healed. So I think... Uh, we need to be really sensitive about that. As you said, uh, Jacob, that you, you have to be the other person on board and we can't, 
if if the other one doesn't want to, we 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 really need to step back uh, and not force to uh, uh, as Jesus did. And then the other thing about Jesus is is interesting is that he never heals um, in the same way twice. Uh, it's a lot of different ways. Sometimes he speaks, and sometimes he lay hands, and sometimes he spits in the in the in the mud, and then put it on people's eyes. That's really gross. Has to I, be I've spirit never, led on this one. <laughs> I've never heard anyone doing like that. But uh, um, so I think that's a, that's also something that we can learn about. It's not like this technique you lay hands on this uh, angle or in this way. It's uh, the the in interesting part is um, what power is it behind it? Mm -hmm. So we we are we are praying in the in the name of Jesus, and and that's power in that name. So we don't need to be, uh, for example, we don't need to be present. We can do it over Zoom. We can do it over phone. Probably we could write a letter uh, and send as well. So because it's the it's the power <laughs> through the words. It's not the. It's not the mystery about the, uh, yeah, or uh, it's not me about it either. It's it's the the name of Jesus. So I think that those are really important, like um, um, yeah, things when we are studying Jesus in the Bible. But just to, just a comment that I also think uh, it's good to know that we don't have to understand how it's going to happen, uh, and it, it is a mystery, right? We don't have a clue, honestly like how god does this we just mm. maybe you lay your hands on a knee and you speak some words in faith to god and and suddenly the guy says okay i can walk like i have that we had that with the carpenter who went back to work that was the first healing i experienced he was out of work because his knee was injured we were some friends put our hands on his knee prayed he come back came back later said that he was all fine, no pain, no nothing anymore. He went back to work. He's working like normal. I mean, none of us had a clue about how God did this thing, right? So mm. um, you don't have to figure it out with your mind. And I think that's a stronghold in the West. You know, we, we want to understand. If we don't understand, we don't believe it. So just leave the mind a bit in, on this one, in a sense, and just trust like a child, like, and, and just, just trust that God knows how. You don't have to know why. And I think it's especially nice to pray for things you don't even have an idea of how could happen. Like, for example, when when we were starting off a bit in this, we prayed. There was a guy with a speaking disorder. He was struggling to speak, uh, you know, um, fluently. And we didn't think so much. We just said, like, yeah, you know, Jesus can heal you. Like, we just had faith. We didn't understand. We hadn't heard about it, maybe, but... So we just said, like, we can pray for you. Let's just believe God. Let's see, you know. And and he was a bit like, oh, can you do that? You know, can you really help me? He was not a believer, this youth, you know. And we prayed. And, and then we asked him, like, uh, try to speak. And then afterwards, he could speak uh, much more fluently. And he was totally, like, uh, he was so puzzled himself. Like, what happened there? You know, and we also didn't understand how it happened. But mm -hmm. that's the beauty of it, so that's very good uh i'm into that and you touched another uh practical aspect that i found out that maybe i was missing uh in the early days of my walk with god that actually um yeah i guess it's connected with faith when you pray for physical healing to actually test it out if something has changed it mm -hmm. sounds uh kind of obvious 
but I guess you know, uh, depending on the culture in which you are, uh, you know, it can be awkward at, at times, or uh, you know, um, and and so people maybe are a bit afraid. What if we test and nothing happens? You know, there is maybe fear underlying uh, this kind of uh, steps. So uh, when I look to Jesus, I see that uh, first he actually asked questions. Uh, in, in many instances, you know, he would ask uh, about the boy that uh, which father had brought to him. You know, how long this has been happening? We see Luke recording that. You know, this one lady had had eighteen years of problems with uh, yeah, not being able to bend over. We see different aspects and Jesus interacting. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, people are not projects to him. So, so we just see that there is also part of um, praying for healing is actually you now talking with people, hearing the story, hearing you know maybe how the physical pain came about, uh, uh, you know what happened actually, uh, you know why the shoulder is hurting or what happened with your knee, and uh, encourage you to actually you know before you pray actually have a conversation, ask uh, you know uh, get to know more uh, how this happened and. Uh, I see that that's part of just getting the heart for the people as well is hearing how it happened. Uh, I, I'll just share some practical tips that has helped me. Uh, I would ask uh, if the person actually feels the pain right now. Uh, and uh, and it's it sounds interesting, but actually if you uh, there's been cases where I ask it uh, uh, purposefully because after you pray and if there is a difference, the person can uh, relate to his own words that he actually felt the pain and he verbalized it. And after the prayer, something has shifted. And so um, for me, uh, sometimes I, I like to just help to lead the process. So I would say, you know, okay, uh, if, if you would say pain from zero to 10, 10 is like maximum pain. You would feel it really strongly. And imagine zero would be you would have no pain whatsoever. Uh, you know, I would just pray. I pray briefly for you. Uh, you don't have to close your eyes. You don't have to cross your hands. You don't have to do anything. Uh, yeah. And you will just test it afterwards. And uh, I would just pray for the person and then encourage the person to just try out, you know, uh, just move the shoulder and see if there is any change. And uh, to my, uh, uh, not confusion, but uh, uh, yeah, amazement, I have seen that actually mostly, uh, at least in my experience, healing doesn't happen with one-time prayer. Uh, I, you know, it's up to God, right? But uh, I didn't know you can pray more times for uh, for things, uh, you know, in a row. And uh, and so when I found that in Mark 8, I believe it was Mark 8, where Jesus actually prayed uh, uh, by the beside the pool for the blind guy twice. It says that he prayed once, asked question. The guy said, you know, he sees people like trees. So there was improvement, but not full uh, recovery of sight. And there the text says that he prayed again. So uh, so for me, it was a huge encouragement, actually, biblical precedent to, to pray more than once. And uh, and. Uh, in most cases, I have seen uh, when healing happens, being uh, praying twice, three times, even four times sometimes, and kind of maintaining in the process, not giving up sometimes uh, immediately. Uh, and um, yeah, so and just to mention the last part is uh, my wife's dad as well. He, you know, he's uh, uh, he doesn't understand English, so he's not listening to this one, but uh, uh, he's a Baptist pastor and he had an experience healing uh, through him to others in his life. He had been healed uh, on some instances, but uh, he hadn't experienced uh, uh, it uh, in his daily life. So we just talked about it. Uh, you know, we talked about the practical side of it. And, um, and then he's working, uh, he's not working as a full-time uh, minister. Uh, so he's working in a wood factory. And there was a lady with uh, pain uh, in her uh, head, and suddenly, because we had talked about it, you know, his faith has been stirred and he was thinking about it, you know, he made steps of faith and he approached her and said, can I pray for you? 
and uh and she was fine and then he he prayed uh he said he prayed once asked the questions nothing had changed and then he said can i pray once again he prayed second time and and then after the questions she said there was difference and then i think they prayed third time if i'm correct and then the pain was totally gone and he's a bit like guy uh wanting to be fair so he said but uh, test it uh not only now but also when you get home and please get back to me you know if it's if it's like really healed uh and so she texted him in the evening making food uh with her family and saying yeah the the pain is totally gone so uh so i, I see that also the follow up is a good thing to actually you know if you have opportunity to to contact the person and just be uh yeah uh kind of in, in touch and seeing the development as well uh, mm. yeah i just uh, thought your questions there mark is uh, uh, is really good and that's uh, one of the reasons that we are having this series of three because for example if someone is is having a um, um yeah having problem in, in in her stomach for so to say it could be something that needs uh, healing physical healing but it could also be that she's worried about uh, her her um, dad's work so it's it's more of a inner healing stuff or a soul stuff or it could be an evil spirit and then it's a spiritual stuff so you can't really see ah oh, yeah you have a um stomach problem so now now we pray for healing because we we need to uh both ask the person but also ask the lord for for revelation sometimes it's it's not always that but uh it's it's really good not just Okay, so you have some problem problems. Yeah, then we pray for healing. So uh, our our force behind all always need to be by the the love and compassion for the person, and therefore we 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 want to listen uh, and not just jumping to the to the healing. Just another thing that I think it's it's good to mention is uh, uh, often when we talk about prayer, prayer is is uh, yeah us approaching God. But when we're now talking about prayer for healing and deliverance, that's a totally different prayer. Because I, I also often think about it like this. When we are praying uh, uh, to God, like Jesus is going up on the mountains and spending time with God, he's, he's doing it face to face with God, so to say. And that's our approach as well. But when we are facing the evil, like the, the spirits or, or the disease, we are turning around and we are praying against the evil with god behind us so so jesus never uh, never prays to the father and says father please heal this uh, uh, this uh, this boy he says it, it's it says that for example he he, he spoke uh, like angry to the fever uh, and says fever uh, get away so he he's he's commanding the the sickness to leave he's not praying to the father so we're not like begging the father to make a healing in in a way that the he the the sickness came from the father and now we're begging the father to to take it away we we must realize that the god is more eager than us to to re to get rid of the pain and the sickness so we are standing with god in behind us and together we are facing this evil stuff so i i think that's also a really good 
uh, attitude for us that we are doing this together with God against the evil stuff. We're not begging God to remove evil stuff uh, from a people from a person's uh, life. So that's I think that's and that also affects a lot of us uh, our view of God and our understanding of the healing. Yeah, that's very good, Martin. Uh, yeah, Aunt Jacob, anything to add? Uh... I was thinking a, a bit about um, uh, this thing about the, the Holy Spirit and, and meeting different people. Uh, like you, Martin, said that the, the reason for the stomach pain can be different things. Um, I think it's really good to listen to the people like uh what, what's going on in their life you know and and then try to be attentive to what god might show you but then um, the good thing is that if you just start to talk somebody to somebody and at some point you also ask explain that you believe in god uh, and that um, you have seen that jesus can heal and ask if, if they would like you to pray for them just in a simple way then if they are fine with that and they yeah they would like that that when you start to pray, very often the Holy Spirit starts to lead and show you things as well. So not only when you talk to them, but also when you start to pray. So yeah. it's a very effective way to get into uh, being led by God in these situations to actually to take the first step and actually act on it. Mm. Um, so I just want to give that as a, as a little advice on the side of that. And uh, Arndt Jakob, can you just add in the end uh, what to do, what to do um, uh, in a case where uh, you start doing it and you don't see uh, healing happening, uh, you know, but you you believe it's there in the Bible, you want to approach it and you pray and it doesn't happen. Uh, how to uh, not give up? How to uh, yeah maintain the the focus? Uh, any suggestion, practical one on this? Uh. Yeah, like. I guess there are different ways to answer that question. Uh, I, I, I can sometimes, sometimes you can almost like sense a bit about uh, whether there is faith or not. Like often we have seen God uh, heal through us people who are non-believers who don't even say they believe and then they're suddenly healed. So like I think God can use it as a demonstration also to show people that he's real, you know, even if they are not so full of faith and stuff as well, at least we've seen it a lot. Uh, but I would, I would see it in that way that, especially the context we live in now, where many people are maybe uh, a little bit apart from God, or they are not so used to relating to God so much. It's like, I feel sometimes that they, they need my faith. Um, so that I go in and I kind of content for them. So, so let's, I don't give up, like, for example, lately we have a lady that came and, and there was prayer one time for this kind of neck and uh, shoulder problem and back problems, a lot of pain. She almost had to just leave because she was so feeling so bad. This was uh, a lady we had uh, some contact with. And after the first prayer, it was kind of still the same. And, and, and she was suggesting that uh, she was just saying thank you and kind of assuming that she would just end it there and leave and but then then uh, kind of we didn't give up on that and and there was this uh, there was this content like contending just keep staying keep praying and that we fight for each other we fight for people we stand for people we keep praying and we also sometimes we feel how their attitude changes 
when we stand and show that our faith is steadfast, that we're not going to give up, we're going to keep praying, we feel they start to change. And suddenly they catch hope. And gradually they start to, you know, and suddenly something starts to change. And you can almost feel how faith is rising in the people. But someone has to bring the faith to the table somehow. Or someone has to at least act in faith practically for this to start moving. So it's like if you have like a train, sometimes it can feel like heavy as a train, you know. The train is really heavy, but you need like a locomotive to move that train, you know. So where it's going to come from? has to come from God somehow, but it has to come from God through somebody in the situation, typically. So you can be that person. You can get that thing moving, not because it's so heavy, you have to, but just because um, simple uh, action, like faith-driven action, is enough to plug God into the equation and his power starts moving. And, and so I think it's like, it's incredible how powerful it is when somebody actually has that, faith that doesn't give up but that keeps contending keeps believing and and that that alone can be like the key that just opens the door basically yeah yeah and I, I just uh, yeah i just think that the the because jesus is always talking about this faith and and the 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 best way way of acting in faith is to to come to the lord with prayer with a sick one that's the the most natural thing in 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 faith that we are not just uh uh accepting the the situation but we are are praying for it and that's a real step of faith uh, for us and uh, and just inviting god uh, and his power into the the situation and i think uh, continuing doing that um and also um i was thinking about two quotes i think they both are from john wimber or uh, at least we can say it's from him uh, the first one is that he says that the 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 primary thing after we prayed for someone is that they should have experienced god's love uh, if they got healed that's that's great but the primary thing is that they should experience god that they will have experienced god's love so by that it's we we need to have like that kind of compassion and that kind of it's uh, uh, we are we are putting them to God and, and drawing God to them. That's that's the key thing, um, no matter what what happens. And uh, the second thing, the quote is that uh, he says that beforehand we didn't pray for anyone and no one get healed, and now we pray for a lot of people and some get healed. And I think that's it. That's also um something we need to bear in mind when we are doubting and we don't see this kind of um fruit that we are longing for that uh, yeah if we don't pray for anyone no one will get hit but when we're starting praying for people uh some will be, be, get healed and and uh that's a really joy and that will both be a real uh, uh act of love for the person who gets healed uh, but for the the ones who, who doesn't get healed immediately or doesn't get healed and we continue praying uh, the key for them is the, that they experience god's love every time we pray for them that's so good uh any uh yeah uh, finishing words from you and jacob uh, as we have to wrap up this episode um yeah i i um, i hope in the future we can go on some travels together uh, you guys to some people of you who are listening and watching um 
and just go into situations and just minister to the needs of the people like um and i think it's uh, it's um there's something amazing about this area of healing and that is that when you start experiencing that people are being healed in the name of jesus and they actually are being healed or like a miracle happens like i remember when we had a a young boy with HIV starting to developing AIDS and his body deteriorating came back um, after prayer and uh, the, the, the color of, of his skin had changed. His teeth had, you know, fastened in the mouth. They were getting loose and falling out and stuff and different changes in the body and then took a blood test and found out that he had turned HIV negative, you know, like a miracle. And um when, when, when Jesus starts to do such things, even 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 through us or in front of our eyes, something happens with us. We start to think and expect other things. We start our view of God changes somehow, and it spills over in all kinds of other areas. And so, I think this is not a small thing actually. And but we we just need to to be like children and and just. Um, dare to walk into it together so i hope in the future maybe we can take some steps go to some countries minister to people in need you know and uh, and and we will we will surely see that uh, jesus is the same today i think amen uh, any but you last don't have to but you don't have to wait for somebody you can just start on your own for mm. sure jesus is the same it doesn't depend on who you're hanging with i mean in that sense he's the one who's important in it so yeah Thank you. Uh, Martin, any last encouragement from you to the people? No, I just, I just uh, realized that, uh, yeah, we had a meeting yesterday in our church leadership board and, and one of the leaders just said that uh, his dad got uh, uh, the, the doctor, he, he had some cancer and they treated it, but they found something at some other place in the body and it was really bad. And but they now come back and said, yeah, it was strange this because the previous pictures you had cancer, but now you don't have it anymore. So yeah, something, something happened. We, we did some mistake. And so, um, and yeah, of course he, he got healed there, but the doctors couldn't maybe have the, <laughs> the words for, for uh, spelling that out. But I think this is things that are happening. Uh, right now in in our midst and uh, god is doing a lot of stuff it's easy to think yeah that's in africa or india or brazil but yeah this was a, a guy in his uh, late 70s in gothenburg uh, two days ago so that's what we are uh, god is is really moving Mm. Amen. Uh, I can just add also with encouragement to uh, to really ask God to make this a, a natural uh, lifestyle thing uh, for you to just really get the heart of God for people. When you see like uh, hurting people, that something happens innerly that you really get more of the heart of uh, Jesus and Father uh, for the people. And I think that's uh, something to really pray for. Secondly, just really encourage you to make steps of obedience. Uh, really, you know, it's in the Word. Just just go for it. Uh, uh, just start doing it uh, and leave it uh, the rest to the God's hands but do your part and uh, also want to encourage pray through uh, even if you are online pray uh, we have seen God healing through zoom uh, and uh, online uh, connections deliverance is even happening so you know God is God and uh, we're he's not limited even if we are so uh, and uh, yeah 
so I think it's been really uh, a helpful and practical episode. Uh, and uh, please yeah, share with us uh, also your experience and uh, on this topic. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, those listening, watching us. Uh, and uh, we really uh, believe there can be time again when we meet at different places uh, as well locally and, and apply this more uh, all together. But uh, yeah, thanks guys for sharing uh, your experience and yeah, uh, just also praying in Jesus' name for uh, healing to come upon people listening. If there's any physical pain, uh, uh, Jesus, we pray that uh, it's gone. And infirmity, total healing upon the bodies of people listening. Uh, just mm. come, Holy Spirit, with your fire and and uh, heal. Uh, heal any uh, pain uh, in Jesus' name. We pray that. Amen. Amen. Okay, guys. Uh, yeah. With that being said, uh, we say uh, bye to everyone listening, watching, and uh, we meet uh, soon again uh, with leadership focus. So uh, yeah, for now, bye from us. Yeah. Thanks for today, guys.